This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. If you're tuned into This Side of Country with Trav, we're powered each and every day by our good pals at Fix It Forward Auto Care. He's back in studio uh, with a, a contraption on his arm. We've got Skylar Thunder Coffee. It's another full cup conversation, and we're going to get to know a nonprofit you need to hear about. Uh, first of all, Skylar, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Trav. Brother, good to see you. Always yeah. good to see you, man. What the heck happened here? Oh, uh, so... In previous episodes, we've talked about a powerlifting meet that I had coming yes. up. Yes. So that happened over okay. the weekend of April 1st. And uh, well, every, how'd it go? Everything was going great. Yeah. Everything went, overall, it was a really positive experience. Yeah. Um, I won first place in my weight class. Hey. Uh, won first place in my age group. Wow. And uh, on my second to last attempt on deadlift, I felt what I thought was a cramp yeah. in my bicep. And Kay. it turns out I completely tore my bicep tendon off of its insertion point in the forearm so oh my gosh yeah i didn't think anything was super wrong at first and then it started bruising and Uh got pretty intense so went to the walk orthopedic walk-in and oh man mri and the whole shebang so we had surgery on friday already had surgery yep surgery's done how long is the recovery process going to be for you now Uh, they told me it's up to six months up to six months so So there will be slightly (laughs) snow on the ground by the time i can do things that i want to do oh man so i was just hearing overhearing your conversation during the break here yeah you're 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 a bike rider man yeah do you have to skip that whole season this year i (laughs) so yeah i've been saving up to buy a new bike and everything so um i think i might have to yeah i don't know or at least i'll be restricted just sitting on it and making vroom vroom noises (laughs) and pretending i'm going places oh and then now you you got to pick on yourself here a little bit from what i understand not long after the injury, you went yeah. back to the gym. Yeah, of course. Why not? What the? <laughs> how did that? Ter- how did that uh, go with your doctor? Uh, well, so I thought it, everything was fine, but yeah. the, the therapist I was working with today, her eyes about bugged out of her head, <laughs> and she said, "Don't let the surgeon know." So, oh my! I'm not going to say the surgeon's name just in case anybody knows him. Uh, right? But you know, you seem like the type of person that, even though that you've got the contraption here on your arm, you're not that type to let it slow you down you're gonna go mm-hmm. out there and, and live life to the fullest but let's be real are there ever any moments with the wife you go uh sweetheart can you hand me the remote it's right there yeah but my arm right? do you time. do you live that up in all the some, time yeah oh yeah i've been i've been milking uh shoulder rubs yeah, yeah it's like, oh my shoulder's really tight can you please yeah <laughs> more than once i love it well i'm glad you're back here in studio man, Thanks, man. And, and uh re- hopefully a speedy recovery for you well, thank you 100 as well uh i love doing these these uh segments with you full cup conversations first of all let's talk about uh the drink that i have in my hand today sure yeah well today you've got just one of our seasonal drinks yeah uh that one is the lavender honey so, so good it's we've had that we've brought that back i think this is its third yeah. seasonal appearance yeah um it's a solid one i love Very it good. how's the new location going it's great yeah yeah brew hall is an awesome building if you haven't had a chance to go check it out yeah uh you need to go and see it yeah. it's just it feels like you're not in fargo anymore right it, uh i don't know it's pretty cool it's like uh, a whole lot of local businesses or at least local to north dakota yeah and um it's just a really unique place where you can um support a lot of small businesses in one place and kind of be in a really cool environment while yeah. it's happening so west fargo location still there it's still there. second location in brew Hall. 
good decision on your part. You're loving the, the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got, um, so right now our, we've got kind of limited hours. We're, we're not open super early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but that'll be changing as the drive, as we iron out all the wrinkles in the drive through. Okay. Absolutely. So we've got a sign installed, yeah. but it's not ready to go yet. It's going to be wired up sometime this week and give us a little while to figure it out. Very uh, cool. We've never had to wear a headset before. Uh, <laughs> that would so, be fun. So, yeah, that's going to be a learning curve for all of us. But that should be up and running soon. The thing I do, going back to the drink here, yeah. what I love about uh, what you're doing over there at Thunder Coffee is you have a coffee that for the next two weeks uh, kind of has a part that it plays yeah. with the conversation. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, it ties directly into this show. It's called the Do Good Dolce Latte. Yep. Um you can only find that one at West Fargo right now. Okay. We'll get it over to Brujala eventually. Sure. Um, but anytime somebody purchases that drink, a dollar goes str- uh, directly to the nonprofit that we feature on the show. Wonderful. So for the next two weeks, things will be going over to the uh, Red River Children's Advocacy Center. All right. Well, cool. introduce me to our guest. Yeah, today. this is Heidi. Heidi, oh, good hi. morning to you. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for having me. How excited are you that we're finally seeing some grass? Oh, my gosh. I am <laughs> elated. I have spent as much time outside as humanly possible. Yeah. Just seeing the melt is just something that it's like, I'm ready. We're yeah. all ready. Yeah. Our whole neighborhood that I live in is vibrant. Everybody's outside. Yeah. So it's a it's a good thing. What do you got uh, that you're looking forward to this summer? Just kind of on a personal level. You got vacations yeah. or s- small things you like to do during the summer, going for a walk, bike ride. What do you mm-hmm. got coming up? So I am a sand volleyball player. So no I am ready for that season to be able to get started. So I play in a couple leagues. Obviously with the warmer weather, it's a little more tolerable to wow. uh, play outside. So yeah. I love that. And then um, going to the lake. My um, husband's family has a cabin in Park Rapids. So we nice. spend a lot of time in that area too. Oh man, are the lakes going to be packed Yes. This summer. I mean, we are all so over and done with winter, man, that as soon as you give us a day where we can go out to the lake, it's going to be packed. It'll mm-hmm. be full. Yeah. 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 Have you ever taken your Thunder Coffee cart out to the lakes yet? We've taken it to the lakes area. Yeah. We did a wedding out there last year. Okay. Um, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, though. Yeah. Uh, as far as coffee cart going out there. But we were we used to bottle our own cold brew. So anytime we went to the lake, we would bring mm-hmm. bottles of cold brew and mm-hmm. have that out on the water. I was just going to say, like, why aren't we doing a Thunder Coffee pontoon? Oh. Like a swim out bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're out in the middle of the lake and people can swim out there and they get their coffee. Eh, put a little uh, brandy in there or yeah. something if you want to. <laughs> too. But that's something new you could invent. Oh, that's a solid idea. Yeah. 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 Well, if that happens. Yeah, well, we'll be at the grand opening. Let yes. me know. All right. Well, tell us all about how you connected here. Oh, well, just like, I feel like it's kind of copy-paste from every other episode, but it's really just through the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Heidi used so. to work for another nonprofit mm-hmm. okay. uh, that the was located really close to uh, mm-hmm. Thunder Coffee, so um, got to see her quite a bit cool. yeah. uh, in that role, and then um, she changed roles, and I don't know, we had a meeting, we'd met over coffee and yeah. learned about what you do. Fantastic. Yeah, it's been awesome. Well, tell us all about uh, your nonprofit you're with now. Yeah, so I work with the Red River Children's Advocacy Center, and um, I'm still committed to that Thunder Coffee location in West Fargo (laughs) because we're downtown here, so it's a little bit of a jaunt, but um, definitely have developed a a love for Thunder Coffee and heading that way. So what we do is, you know, our mission is to facilitate healing and justice for victims of abuse, neglect, and exploitation, and and we also work to engage the community in the protection and support of children as well. Uh, Scott, so, I'm going to let you take this over here. But the sure. question I have is, 
how much need is there for what uh, you do over there? Yeah, so, you know, although the subject matter is kind of hard, mm-hmm. right? It's a really challenging yeah. thing to talk about child abuse in our community yeah. and how prevalent it is. But, mm-hmm. I mean, last year we served nearly 400 kids. Oh, my gosh. So, it. It is a need, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, that breaks um, your heart. Yeah, it really wow. does. But it's something, you know, as in the nature of what we do and the services that we provide and how we support these kids, um, we're just, it's unfortunate that we're here, but we're glad that we are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless all of you over there. Yeah, that's why, uh, that's why I wanted to have Heidi on is yeah. uh, they serve a population that people will acknowledge that it's here, but it's hard to look at sometimes yeah. and hard to, you know, it's not a as feel good of maybe nonprofit as, mm-hmm. as some of the others that we featured. Right. Um, but they are doing uh, a much needed service in our community yeah. and, a, and addressing an issue that is tough to look at and right. easy to look the other way. So. You know, you yeah. really said it there, too, because we look at the Fargo-Moorhead community. We are supportive. Mm-hmm. We are good to one another around here. But there are those needs. Things like this are happening in our community, and it's because of the growth. We are quickly growing. With that, unfortunately, comes some of those situations. So Mm -hmm. glad glad that you're all here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. And you serve more than just the Fargo area, correct? Mm -hmm. So we don't have necessarily like boundaries that restrict us from being able to support kids and families and people in our um, communities. And so we actually last year served 58 counties. Wow. People from 58 different counties, and that's in both North Dakota and Minnesota. So if you were to kind of take, you know, the eastern side of the state of North Dakota, western part of Minnesota, and then also um, there's even a couple counties in, like, northern South Dakota that have come up to our center. No kidding. Um, And it's just because of the unique things that we do there and and what we can provide. And there's just limited resources in in some of those other communities, so they come to us. I love it. Well, we're going to start with this conversation uh, like I always do. Here's $20 towards a a do-good Dolce and proceeds going back to uh, your organization. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. So let's let's find out a little bit more about what, like, specifics. What kind of services do you provide? Um, and are there age restrictions? Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about uh, what the Advocacy Center does. Yeah, so I'll try and summarize and break it down kind of just in the different um, services. So the primary reason that kids come to us, and so we I say kids because the majority of the people we see are children. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the ages range from as young, I think the youngest that we've seen is three years old, and all wow. the way through, you know, 18 or even young adults. Yeah. Um, have come to us and so you know that age range and the reason it doesn't go younger is because we get referrals from law enforcement and social services Mm -hmm. directly Mm -hmm. and kids come to us to do what's called a a forensic interview and so that interview you know we provide an environment and specially trained staff and a team approach to kind of supporting that child and the trauma that they've been through whether you know it's been a type of abuse or they have been a witness to you know a crime or um, something significant happened to a loved one and so they'll come in and they're interviewed there and the interviews that we um, do are admissible in court and so um, that's where kind of the justice comes in right? right and so when the kids come in to us they we're able to hand that information off to social services or law enforcement so that they can go and pursue justice for that child wow. and what happened to them. Yeah. yeah, and so that's kind of the primary reason kids come to us is for that forensic interview specifically. Sure. Um, but our services don't stop there. Yeah. Um, when I talk about a team approach, there are many um, different organizations that we partner with to make it possible to support that child. And so um, 
child advocacy centers are accredited nationally, or at least ours is. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a model where we partner with law enforcement, social services, like I said, and then we also work with prosecution Mm. um, and then medical as well. So we have a close partnership with um, the Sanford Children's Care Clinic. Mm -hmm. um, And so they have providers that are specifically they have, their background is in child abuse. Wow. And so they have very specific training and education in that realm. And then um, we also have our mental health program, which is a really large component of what sure. we do too. And so we provide mental health services to these kids. So trauma-focused therapy. I won't even try to name all of the different types of therapies that yeah. our, our clinicians are trained in. Yeah. But um, it's very specific to the needs of these children who sure. have experienced abuse. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, how long has the Red River Children's Advocacy Center been a part of our community? When yeah. did it when did it start to get introduced here? Yeah, so in 2004, it was actually a group of community members okay. that founded the Red River Children's Advocacy Center. They um, got together and they found that there was a need for a type of organization like this to really try and help bring all of these services together and these partners together to support this child in more of like a unique way where everybody is there initially um, instead of making that child or that family kind of have to bounce around to different um, places to have to retell their story over and over and over again reliving that trauma that's really hard on a child and so kind of the model of the Child Advocacy Center is to um, decrease the amount of times they have to do that. So yeah, yeah in 2004, um, a group of community members decided that it's time to do something like this. Yep. And then in 2005 is when they opened their doors. And so we have been in Fargo since then. Okay. And we actually have a location up in Grand Forks as well. Oh, and great. so um, that location has been there. It's smaller. We just have one staff that's up there okay. um, that does the forensic interviewing. And then we partner with other organizations oh, in sure. Grand Forks. But um, yeah, that one has been around since 2009 so wow. what are we going on 18 years yeah. now wow. So, well, in yeah. my head 2004 2005 <clears throat> was about five years ago right? but yeah <laughs> saying it out loud that's yeah that was when i started law enforcement mm-hmm. uh was back in 2004 okay. uh, so yeah it seems like it wasn't that long ago right yeah. Yeah, it's been a, mi- been <laughs> yeah. a minute which but so- it seems like that's much more recent than i would have <laughs> anticipated i'd have thought those mm-hmm. uh that the organization had been around much longer, but I'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing. So then how did Mm -hmm. you get introduced to the uh, advocacy center? Yeah. So, you know, like you said, I worked at another nonprofit for Mm -hmm. many years for 12 years. Exactly. So I um, have been very familiar just with all the different organizations in the community, Um, fell in love with working in the nonprofit world. And I kind of was actually just, looking to see what other opportunities were out there. I was ready to kind of spread my wings and, sure. and, and find another mission to really get involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, if you know anybody who knows me, I'm kind of one of those, like I'm an idea person. I love to do things. I yeah. love to help people. Right. And I was ready to find an organization that like needed that too. Yeah. And um, I just had a conversation with our new executive director, Sarah Matthews, and I'd known her for a long time. I worked with her previously and she was like, hey, how do I get you to come over here and help me, you yeah. know, make a difference and, and kind of like change the world in a sense, right? Yeah. And that was something that was really appealing to me just to, you know, be able to make impact. And, sure. and I didn't really understand the capacity of what this organization did until I was there. Sure. And once I was there, I was like, wow, I'm all in. Like, yeah. let's let's help these kids. Let's, let's help our community, um, you know, knowing how 
many kids are going through what they are going through here and right. if we can be any or if I can be any part of that prevention and, and yeah. decreasing that um, I it's just something that I really am invested in now wonderful so, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've been in your role for how long Last August is Last when August. I started. Right. So what is that? Yeah. Eight months now? Yeah. yeah. A year will be here before you know it. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, <clears throat> so you've had, a, well, a couple of things. One, April is what month? So April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. So, so very key time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then you've got an event coming up, yep. right? Uh, yep. Tell us about that. Ooh. Yeah. So we are partnering with a few different organizations. Um, we got a grant through Prevent Child Abuse North Dakota, which hey. is another nonprofit. Yeah. You know, they're statewide. And we are doing what we're calling it Family Affair at the Square. So the downtown Broadway Square cool. is where we are hosting this event. And it's just a free community event we're putting on that's going to have family-friendly activities and you know the reason that we're doing this event is healthy families is something that is a goal for us right Mm -hmm. and so we want to promote opportunities for families to come out and be able to engage in different you know activities and enjoy their time together really build that that foundation for a strong connection and so that's why we wanted to do this event as well as just hand out information on child abuse prevention and what you can do um what kind of services are out there in the community so it's going to be really fun it's on april 22nd so what is that just over a week away yeah um yeah and you know this warm weather we talked about it earlier just in time i know so we were a little getting a little nervous there committee (laughs) we're like is there gonna still be snow on the ground right oh let's keep this warm weather now yeah uh, what times uh what when does the event start when's it end yep yep so it's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So just around that lunchtime. Okay. Um, and so, and it, you know, the Red River Market is happening across the way um, at the Moorhead Center Mall, too. So it's, Ooh. there's a lot of stuff going on, Good you day. know, in downtown and in the area. So we're really excited to be able to have this event. And um, one thing to mention is we have a cakewalk. For those, I'm I don't, aging myself probably I, I talking about that, cakewalks. I don't know but, what that is, but uh, <laughs> it's a fun event. You, they play music and you, you win cake. So, isn't I mean, it kind of like uh, musical chairs, but with yeah. cake? Kind yeah, of like, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Nothing but cakes is sponsoring oh, it, and oh, so awesome. we will be having lots of goodies um, as well as other things too. You know, face painting, um, doing like the hair extensions, and we're going to have like a planting activity in the nature of spring and welcoming. You know, growth. I want to see Skyler with face paint and hair extensions. <laughs> I will come if that's what's going to happen there. A we can face make full that of cake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a bit, so and what day? Is it? Oh, yeah, it was Saturday, Again? April twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, yeah. I'll actually be out of town. <laughs> Otherwise, I would totally commit to the hair extensions. Hey, yeah. we can do another event. All right. Specifically, for well, had we one. known, we would have just had somebody with hair extensions come in today, and right. we could have yeah. we could have did I this mean, in studio. I have some friends in that industry. I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it'll happen someday. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. just as long as there's cake too. Yes. Yep. We uh, well, so it sounds like you're doing awesome work. You've mm-hmm. got a, a great um, outreach activity coming up. Um, I want to know how how's the job going for you? Yeah. Are you? I mean, it's pretty heavy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, is there uh, the honeymoon period? I'm sure has has come and gone. Mm-hmm. And how are how are things going? You liking yeah, the role? I, you're. I yeah, so so my role, I guess I don't even know if I said what Mm-mm. it was specifically, but I'm the development director there. Okay, okay. And so kind of 
all a cart of all of the things for growth and opportunity, fundraising, um, events, all of those kinds of things are part of my job. And um, I've really just, I feel like I'm hitting my stride. We're doing really well um, in that regard. We have a wonderful support from our community. Yeah. Um, So I, although the content obviously and and the conversations that i have to have with people in the community Mm -hmm. about this type of work is hard it's necessary and i feel like i've found a way to be able to communicate about this type of you know industry in a way that people can figure out how they want to get involved and what their comfort level is with that um and so i just am really enjoying it what sort of opportunities are there to get involved yeah one of the questions i usually ask is Mm -hmm. you know how does a how does a dollar donation impact your mission statement what what is what do dollars help you achieve right um And are there other opportunities to get involved? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll probably maybe kind of reel it back to like specifically how we're funded. Sure. So um, as an organization, we don't charge for anything we do. And when people hear that, they're like, how do you pay for that? Right. Right. Because it's not cheap to, you know, provide all of these services that we have. And so we kind of have different buckets where, where we get some funding and support. And so we get some federal grant funding um, as well as some state funding that's allocated specifically towards what we do. So the state of North Dakota um, supports us. And then outside of that, it's the fundraising, the grant writing, you know, all of that. And so that's kind of how we're able to um, maintain what we do and um, be able to do that because, You know, it's really important. A family comes to us. The last thing we want them to be thinking about is how am I going to pay for this? Right. Because it's necessary. Mm -hmm. You know, these kids, they need the services. They need the support. And we don't want anybody to come in and have a restriction um, where they aren't able to get what they need because of money. Um, And so ways to get involved, obviously, monetarily, you say, how far does a dollar go or where does that go Mm -hmm. in supporting our mission? So it supports us to be able to provide um, something like snacks to these kids that are coming in. Yeah. Um, hungry bellies don't necessarily <laughs> want to talk about things, right? right? Yeah. And so we want to make sure kids are um, you know, able to get a snack or a drink and, and also give that to our partners and our families, um, providing them with any supplies that they might need, whether it's hygiene um, right. or like being able to help facilitate you know sending home some toys like if we have a a new foster parent that comes in and this child is suddenly in their care and they don't have anything at home and so we have what's called our kids closet it's something that we're a part of every year at the end of the year the stuff the bus cool and so yeah we're able to furnish our kids closet and so we can have like toys and games and and the goal obviously isn't just to send toys home with kids right? right but then we also have when i talk about games and engaged families and then those you know positive systems so that's something that we're able to um you know send different activities home with families to to encourage just developing more of that healthy you know dynamic um and then also just helping to pay for the high quality stuff that we have yeah Um, yeah. they have a lot of education that they need to pursue and maintain sure and we don't want to fall short in that area at all and so we ensure that we're maintaining all of that so that these kids get the best possible care. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So yeah. you've got um you've got this event coming up on the 22nd. Yep. yep. Um you referenced a couple other events mm-hmm. uh that happen in the at the end of the year. Are there like volunteer opportunities for those? Yeah, and yeah. If, if so, how do people 
raise their hand how do they get a hold of you yeah so right now the best way to do that is just to go to our website um we have a variety of different things that you can volunteer with um whether it's like wanting to have a group come in um and help us stuff hygiene bags or oh. you know a lot of organizations will get together and do a blanket making party oh cool um, you know like those tie fleece yeah. blankets yeah so um that's something that we give every single child that comes to us whether they're there for an interview or they're yeah. there with their sibling or their yeah. support person they get to go home with a blanket oh that's awesome blankets comfort right Kinda yeah like a warm hug and so that's something that we send home from with every child and so that's a fun way to be able to get involved and volunteer your time yeah um also for our other events that we have coming up, you know, down the pipeline, we have a conference that we're hosting in May, and that's specifically something that we put on so that our partners that we work with and anybody that works in this industry has an opportunity to get continuing education. Fantastic. And so we really try and make sure that what we're providing for that um, or for them is is quality and is relevant to what's happening right now. And then as the year goes on towards the fall, we have um, a gala that we do at the end of October. So our Children of Courage Gala. Yeah. Um, So that's a big fundraiser. Tons of opportunities to volunteer and support us in that realm. And then, um, you know, Giving Hearts Day at the beginning of the year, we're we're a part of that as well. I hate to cut you guys off. We got uh, got to wrap it up here. Where can we find you on social media? You're doing a lot of great things. And and again, God bless all of you over there. How can we follow along and and donate and volunteer where can we find you on social media yep so we're on facebook instagram um and linkedin and so you can find us on there red river children's advocacy it's typically because you know you're limited to the uh, the characters right right um and then also our website we have a great website so you can find a spot to you know be able to enter your email or your information and, and get connected that way too so awesome yeah thank you so much well if you missed any of this conversation make sure you stay tuned to this side of country on social media we're gonna have the playback link for you and of course you can find it on thunder coffee on social media as well Absolutely. Awesome. yeah thank yeah. you so much for yes, stopping by and having a chat me. great to meet it. you enjoy your summer yeah nice weather well. is here to stay <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> this side of country